Hey listeners, welcome back to the Mindspace podcast as you allow me to occupy a space in your mind as we venture through what balance looks like. So a common thing I find amongst my clients is finding the right balance between themselves, life, work and everything else that pops up in between. A balanced life seems to be something that people find quite difficult to achieve maintain and oftentimes when you feel like you have a balance a curveball is more than likely thrown at you which throws you out of balance however i want to look at balance today in a different way than how we normally view it i believe people view balance as something that is 50 50 so the scales need to be equal but i'm here to tell you that balance doesn't mean equal They are two different things. When we look for a balanced life, it does not mean we're giving 50% of ourself to our home and to our work or to whatever your lifestyle looks like to you. A balanced life means maintaining whatever a positive mindset looks like to you, maintaining a certain emotional balance, maintaining a productive work balance or home duty balance or you know whatever your schedule looks like to you it is about maintaining for an extended period of time a balanced outlook on life that doesn't necessarily mean a 50 50 input so if we aim to achieve a balanced mindset a balanced emotional state and a balanced perception around achieving our day-to-day tasks, we will experience a balanced lifestyle. But the problem is a lot of people fall on two ends of the spectrum. They are extremely happy-go-lucky, you know, on top of the world, I'm so productive, I'm achieving everything, I'm doing everything I've set out to do. Or they're on the other side of the spectrum where they're having difficulty getting out of bed, they're having the negative thought processes, they're having the fatigue and the inability to get on top of their tasks and things become extremely overwhelming. People find it difficult to find a middle ground. And I'm going to tell you why. Because people find it hard to understand that positive and negative feelings can coexist together. So it's either I'm happy or I'm sad. I'm either productive or I'm not. I'm either in a positive mindset or I'm in a negative mindset. People fail to identify that things can coexist. And this is something I see so common in my clients. And shout out to my women's group who we have also highlighted this topic in this group and spoken about it quite deeply because a lot of us live in this kind of way. And what I can say to you listeners is you can still have anxiety and get up and do what you need to do. You can still be sad, but get up and be productive at work. You can still have an argument with a partner or a friend or a family member and park it where it occurred and continue with your day. But people find it difficult to see negative and positive coexisting. So how do we allow ourselves to shift the mindset from being split in 50-50, also known as dichotomous thinking, which is kind of like all or nothing thinking. So I'm either all in or I'm out. I'm either in a good mood or I'm not. I'm either productive or I'm not. That is dichotomous thinking. 
and a lot of us run this. So in order to shift our mind to a mindset which allows positive and negative to coexist is to take action. So when the excuses are coming in, when we're in that negative mindset, when we don't want to show up, don't want to be our best selves, we need to allow ourselves not to be our best self, but hold ourselves accountable to still do what we need to do. We need to allow ourselves to be in a negative mindset or in a negative emotion, but still carry on with our commitments, our tasks, our day-to-day, how we need to show up. And that is how you shift yourself from being all or nothing or positive or negative to coexisting with each other. There is always going to be a negative or positive to anything you put in. That is life. In order to gain something, something needs to be sacrificed. In order to move ahead, something needs to be left behind. In order for you to grow as a person, something, a version of yourself, incidences you've experienced are left behind. So it is critical to understand that good and bad exist together. That the mindset you're in, the emotional state you're in, shouldn't dictate the goals that you have set out for yourself, shouldn't dictate the things you have going in your life, shouldn't dictate how effectively or how efficiently you do something because you can still be effective and efficient and be not in the best mood. It's all a choice. And until you start to realize that these choices are in your hand, you're always going to be susceptible to external factors dictating how you think, how you feel, and how far you get in who it is you want to be. If you don't show discipline, accountability for the excuses you make, for the choices you make, for the perspectives you have, and your inability to see different or choose different, you are always going to be in the same spot. And on top of that, you're going to find people who are in the same spot as you to give you that validation. A layer of change, of growth, of working on yourself, of being able to find balance is being surrounded by people who also strive for the same things as you. If you are around people who deplete you, zap you of your energy, no matter what you do is not good enough, no matter what you put in is not good enough, is critical of you. That is going to make you feel as though what you're doing also is never going to be enough. You are going to have a standard that you're never going to achieve. And that's not a you problem, that's a them problem. And I also speak about you and them problem a lot. And this is one filter that I give to my clients and have dived into my on my women's group as well, is identifying if the problem is your responsibility or if it is someone else's. That also creates balance because Oftentimes, we take on responsibility that is not even ours. We take on workload that's not ours. We take on personal commitments that's not ours to carry. We take on commitments within ourselves, thinking that it is our job to take these things on when it's not, such as people pleasing, inability to say no, unable to put in boundaries, having to micromanage and control things which aren't even our job to manage or control. The sense of over-responsibility hinders our ability to have balance in life as well. 
So for you to take a step back and just step outside of yourself, outside of your emotions, outside of your thoughts, and assess the situation or the negative thought process or the feeling and say, is what I'm carrying even mine? Is this a me problem or is that a them problem? And you'll come to realize once you filter through all of these things you've been carrying, you're carrying a lot of things that aren't even yours. So that makes the list even shorter. That makes what you have to work on even shorter. And if you find you are carrying the over-responsibility, you need to just let them be. Looking at other people, accepting them as they are and what they can bring to the table according to their capabilities and not yours also gives you a sense of balance. Why? Because you're not looking at the person to fit in an expectation that you want them to. You're looking at the person through their own capabilities, through their own ability to comprehend something, for how they're able to deliver what you ask them or what you need from them or a task. You don't look at someone else and ask them or need them to show up for you in a certain manner based on how you would show up if you were asked. You need to look at others, be it in your work life, in your personal life, in your family life, and you need to take them for their strengths. And how can I utilize these people's strengths to create a balance in my life? So being able to work the people around you, the circumstances you are in, the context you are in also creates a balance because it allows you to not only work on yourself and create your own self-awareness, but you become aware of your external factors that you can control. Not the ones you can't, the ones you can. So if you're looking at the people around you for their strengths, you're able to leverage them to best suit what you need. And I don't mean the word leverage here as using someone or taking advantage of someone, but it's looking at people for what they have to offer you, just like you look at yourself and what you have to offer others. They're your strengths. And by utilizing the strengths of the people around you, it can make your life easier, which in return will create a balance for you. Having this dynamic around you is what creates a balanced life. Being able to understand that life is not 50-50, that if I'm giving 90% at work, that 10% I'm giving at home needs to be 10% of undivided attention. And if it is undivided attention and you are present and you are giving it your all, to those people, it's not going to feel like 10%. It's going to feel like 90 and vice versa. If I am going hardcore in my mother duties at home, yeah, my work is going to get put on the back burner. That's life. If I'm showing up for my family members who need me because there's something going on, yeah, my household is going to get left behind for a period of time. And if I'm going hard at work, yeah, my family life, my friend life is going to get put on the back burner because I am going 90% at work. That is also balance. And why is that balance? Because you're still functioning at a mental, emotional, and physical level that is consistent. 
So consistency equals balance. You don't have a successful mindset, emotional set, if you are on one end of the spectrum or on the other end. Don't be extremely happy. Don't laugh excessively. Don't be excessively social. Be just enough. Just enough to feel what it is you need. If you need connection, don't look for overconnection. If you need family time, be present in that family time. And the same goes for the other end of the spectrum. If there's something to be upset about, no problem, be upset. But choose how far you dive into that. Choose how far you let it go on for. Choose how far you let that negative thinking or that mood cause you to be not productive or not present or not efficient. Both sides of the spectrum are a choice. And if you want a balanced life, you need to exercise consistency. And consistency is the key that allows you to adapt and change and grow in any situation that life shows you, that life throws on you. Why? Because if you're consistent in your thoughts, consistent in your feelings, consistent in your perspective, you're able to apply that in any positive or negative circumstance that arises. Thank you for tuning in today. I'll be back shortly with another episode of the Mindspace podcast. Please feel free to catch me on at support at mindspaceacademy.com.au or jump on my website to find out more about me, www.mindspaceacademy.com.au. Please flick me an email if you would like to be a part of my women's group. Otherwise, I'll catch you on the other side. Peace. Thank <sighs> you.